Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning. Good morning to you for another great day. You know, it is a great day. You know, as I've sing often, this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I didn't sing that, but I like singing that. I like singing songs, you know. Songs are important, you know. I love I love the old hymns, you know, the um the ones from the like everybody knows, the older folks my age know, and it's just kind of fun to be able to sing those from time to time, especially when you listen to the words. You know, it's just um, it, it, they they carry so much um, weight, they carry so much value because they're they're important. You know, I just uh, I, I nowadays many churches don't even use hymns at all, but. Uh, I'm I'm always pushing for us to sing a hymn or two, and we do. And uh, I go up and sing with them sometime when we sing the hymns with the worship team because they know I like to sing, and I know that is very important. Because it's, you know what, what's important for us as Christians is to be faithful, is to be faithful. But let me pray first, then we'll dive into the Word, and we'll talk some. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the faithful people that listen to Christian radio, that attend their churches regularly, that love you deeply. God be with them, guide them, open up doors in their lives. Lord, may this be a spiritual renewal year for them, that they will grow so much in you, that they will have a desire to win the lost, to win their families, and to share your truth everywhere. Lord, thank you for our listeners. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, in chapter 5 of Ephesians, we see the Apostle Paul writing to the church of Ephesus these words. He says, Be imitators of God, therefore as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and a sacrifice to God. Now, I like the beginning of that. Be imitators of God. How can you be an imitator of God if you don't know God? How can you be an imitator of God if you don't know about God? So it's important for us to get into the Word, to listen to messages, to follow what Christ has for us, and and find out what it is that's going to help us become imitators of God. And then we become faithful. I am so thankful, and I've said many times that uh, for the heritage I have in, 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 in the Lord, and so excited that my father and mother were wonderful Christians, and my mom's parents were wonderful, wonderful Christians, and my father's uh, father loved the Lord, and then his mother gave his heart later on. I'm so thankful that my two oldest brothers were pastors for 40 years and, and helped lead people, and I'm so thankful that I have friends that follow God. But I've learned one thing, and one of the great old hymns that that I just, I really like is, you know, is uh, Great Is Thy Faithfulness by Adams Anders and Thomas Chisholm and Wilson Runyon as they wrote this song years ago. And the song, if you don't know it, if you would know it, if you're older and you've been in churches, they've almost every denomination uh, would sing this song. It goes like this. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, my Father. 
There is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, the compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever will be. Then the course goes like this. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord unto me. Listen to those words. Great is thy faithfulness. Your compassions, they will not fail us. They will not fail us. Morning by morning, new mercies I see. I see the hand of God you have provided. And then he goes on in the, I won't sing the second one, but I, I just had to sing today. I felt like singing. It says, summer and winter and springtime and harvest, sun, moon, and stars in the courses above, join with all nature in manifold witness to thy great faithfulness, mercy, and love. Then it goes back into the chorus. And then I like this uh, last verse, pardon for sin and a peace that endureth thine own dear presence to cheer and to guide strength for today and bright hope for tomorrow blessings of mine with 10,000 beside great is thy faithfulness great is thy faithfulness morning by morning new mercies i see all i have needed thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. I hope that you heard those words, that he is faithful to us. He will pardon our sin and bring peace in our life that will help us walk with him on a daily basis. We say, pardon my sin, O Lord. Forgive my sin, O Lord, that you will guide me. That he, in, the, in the song says, you'll bring strength for today. Give me strength this day and bright hope for tomorrow. My Lord, my God, brings hope and peace to our lives. If we will listen, if we will be obedient, if we will be faithful. It is so important for us. You know, Paul goes on in his passage. He says, be imitators of God. But then he tells us things that we must not do. And these are things that much of the world does. And it's something that we need to clean up. And even Christians need to clean up. All of us need to clean up our lives in a manner that shows the world that Jesus Christ means everything to us. So let me read these to you. And this is going to relate. You're going to see this. Uh, I'm sure when I read these verses, you're going to think of people all around. You're going to think of TV. You're going to think of many things. And that's why Paul wrote this, because the Ephesian church, they were dealing with the same thing. You think the years ago that the churches weren't dealing with this? Yes, the churches were dealing with sin for, from the very beginning. And Paul was trying to hit it, the, the nail on the head, and help deliver it. And so he says this, and we'll read verse 3 
through 7 at this moment. He says, but among you, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality. Listen to that. Not even a hint of sexual immorality. Man, we have people living together all the time and justifying, not thinking anything about it. It doesn't, they just think nothing about it. And he goes on to say, not only that or any impurity or any greed, because these are improper for God's holy people. They are improper for God's holy people. You're out there listening today, and you're out there living in immorality. You're not married, and you're having sex with your partner, and you're living outside of the will of God. Repent and change it and get right with God. If you need to get married, get married. But for goodness sakes, don't continue to live in sexual immorality or any other kind of impurity, he said, or greed, or being greedful, want the desire to want, because these are improper. Then he says in verse 4, nor should there be a obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving, giving thanks, not talking in a way that we shouldn't. And I think we've all done that. I know I've done that, and I've had to repent of coarse joking or whatever it might be, and but we just ask God to help us, lead us. None of us are perfect. The Bible says, you have all sinned, I have sinned, we've all fallen short of the glory of God. We all need his forgiveness. But when we ask him to forgive us, allow him to change our lives and to be pure before him. And if we struggle, ask him to forgive us and to move ahead. Like I say all the time, when you get knocked down, get back up again. I've told people the last four years I have fell three times and and broke my ribs twice and the other time I might have I just didn't have them checked they were bruised and but uh, you know what do you I couldn't lay there on the ground it was hard to get up because I hurt but I had to get back up again. Sin causes hurt, but when you get knocked down you got to get back up again. He said, "Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things God wrath." God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. If you're being disobedient to God, there's going to be a problem. And some of you are close friends and you're very close to your spiritual friends, which is awesome. But you have got to stop sinning and turn away from God. You are turning away from God. And so now you need to turn to God. Turn to God and say, God, forgive me. Help me. Get me out of this situation. Maybe you're struggling with alcoholism, struggling with things that have that are uh, that are taking you down. You've got to give it to God. Find a good recovery, uh, Christian recovery place and get going in the right direction. Maybe you have a problem with honesty. It's time to take care of that problem. Maybe you have a problem with stealing. Stop stealing. How about lying? Stop lying. It's time to change. If you're being sexually immoral, like I said earlier, get out of it. Stop. But pastor, I'm so deep in it. God will forgive you and move you forward, and you can have a healthy relationship based on the Word of God. Don't let the enemy Blind your eyes. Today, say, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, forgive me. Come into my life. Help me to get rid of those things that are causing me issues. 
and help me to move forward. In Jesus' name, amen. Lord bless you, folks. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.